You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Let me talk! Let me talk! One, two, three, four! Manchester City are group winners in the Champions League and seeded for the last 16, but that doesn't tell the whole story of the 3-2 win over RB Leipzig. When you only need a point to make all of that happen, why not liven up a cold November evening by making it interesting? This is Let Me Talk. I'm David Mooney. With me is the Athletic City correspondent, Sam Lee. Hello, Sam. Hello, all right. Made it interesting, didn't they? Uh, yeah, really strange, wasn't it? Should have been um, an absolute gimme and a dead rubber, and this podcast should have had nothing in it, but here we are. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Leipzig are good, aren't they? So it's not like they were playing young boys to get a point or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, and that was the thing, really. It, it, had the, it had the feel of a night where... It was taken for granted, and I, I suppose Guardiola kind of hinted at that. But just around the ground, to be fair, even the second half, while the comeback was on, it didn't feel like it was like a rousing, and I mean in the stands, like the atmosphere as well, but also the players. Like It was obviously a good comeback, but it wasn't like, you know, the, the Spurs game in January, mm. where they just turned it around and he was like, these are unstoppable. It was still like, I, I, I had no doubt they were going to win. Personally, and I've got the WhatsApps to prove it, I had no doubt they were going to win. And that was obviously the way it was going, but it still wasn't like, oh yeah, they're going to mow, they're, they're mowing through them here. And it wasn't like the fans were like cheering them forward every time. It, it was just a bit of a, a flat evening on the whole. I think everyone had kind of fallen into the idea that, okay, nothing to see here. And then suddenly there was, um, because Leipzig are good, but also because that was like one of the worst, certainly in the first half performances that City have had for ages, mm. like maybe worse than the, the Southampton game. Yeah, well, uh, let's... The infamous Southampton game. That one, yeah. Um, let's uh, start with the overall performance then. Um, here's what Guardiola made of it. This is what he had to say in the post-match press conference. We could do better. Yes, lopy goals. So in football, you have to, to win duels. And it was quite similar against Chelsea. So we were solid. And now <coughs> it's the two warnings already. Because, but the same at front, so we have chances that we miss it. So at the end, it's both sides. But of course, we do not score. It's completely different at the other one. But maybe for the future, it's good to win in that game, not uh, comfortably to realize to put in front of the mirror. Said we had to better, but um, February will be there top of the group. I don't know which opponent we're going to face, but the second leg will be here and show again that we are able to make a comeback when. We score early. The second half is 45 minutes are so long for the opponents, and and at the end, yeah, it was not easy because they defend really well. They are strong German teams. I know perfectly. But uh, yeah, we are there, and um, now we have five days. We recover tomorrow, day off, and prepare today the game against Spurs. Do you ever doubt your team once the first goal went in? I think most people in the stadium thought, "Oh, City will win." I was not sure. To be honest, the way we were playing the first half, I was not sure. Not for the fact that we are City and the last Champions League winner and give you for granted, you have to earn it, you have to do it. And the first half was not, even the second, some moments, I was not. So there are moments that you have to be, to be better. But uh, yeah, we learn. We learn, hopefully. The first half performance tonight, is that, a positive from your perspective that it came tonight when you were 
you were already through, you'd already qualified. So is it one of those where they can get that sort of forms out of system? I, I'm pretty sure if today you have to win the game to qualify. We are not play the way we played, that's for sure. And, but uh, we talk about the problem that we had because we don't play against, I know Leipzig. Even we won the path always, except last season, I won 7-0. The rest always was a tight, tight games, all of them. You know, when you have a long ball, you have to win the duel. You have to be stronger, and we were not. So we made individual mistakes and and a little bit, no, really no sloppy. And that level, that level is no chance. But the reaction was good, especially when we scored early and after the impact from Julian and Jeremy was was great, really great. And 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 we could put a winger in the side, and Rico helped us to play. When the openers play five in the back, he helped us to to make what we want to do, and and at the end we won the game. Do you have any concern? You conceded that goal on the break. I think it's four to five Champions League games now, two tonight. It's something that you maybe need to address more towards the latter stages of the tournament. Yeah, it's not normal to concede four goals in uh, in the way you concede against Chelsea, and today yeah, the goal to concede yeah it didn't happen last season. That's the truth. Didn't happen. Happened. Well, we talk about it. we talk. It's football. It's human beings. It happened. Opponents play too, but we have to improve that. Otherwise, not all the time you can come back there. You know. So the decisions, the for example against Liverpool were brilliant. It were really good against fast fast players in Liverpool, and we were mistakes. We were sometimes I had the feeling they were so anxious. So. You know, the first yellow car from, from Ruben is necessary. Put the, the head, the, the feet here. So this kind of action. So it's, oh, what happened? So we control the ball, control the ball. You don't win the duel, you don't know where, but you are there. You have to avoid that. And uh, yeah, you have to, to get better. Yeah, we were lucky. Today we were lucky. So that was Pep speaking to the media. Um, interesting old press conference, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, on the one hand, you can't really hide like how bad the first half was and like well I mean so overall I think for like 38 minutes or something it was pretty bad um they created four good chances and obviously they were like misplacing passes and it was a bit disjointed like Foden Rico Lewis they couldn't get in the game Bernardo wasn't doing a lot with it Haaland obviously if the others couldn't get in the game then Haaland couldn't really um Although, obviously, he had two of the chances. One when he was put through really well by Lewis and he kind of got it stuck under his feet. And then the other one was the chance that was like Lewis's and he just put it over the bar. But nobody was really covering themselves in much glory. It wasn't great. Um, And obviously, you could tell there was a problem with the transitions. But the transitions themselves didn't really lead to much. The the problem was the two goals were just a massive mistake. Like I I still can't work out what happened with the Akanji one. They got they had the angle, didn't they, where it was like kind of looking directly at him and Opender, and you just think, what does he think is going to happen? <laughs> yeah, he just kind like, of gets what, what, eased out the way, doesn't he? And that like it, it was it was good in a way because obviously on this podcast, there's there's no like there's nothing City do. I can go, oh yeah, I see, I've seen them do this, or I know from speaking to people that they like to do that, or you know, 
Bernardo said in the mixing they like to do that. But there's nothing that I can relate to and say, oh, yeah, I've been in this situation and when <laughs> this happened to me. But with a kanji, I've done that loads of times. <laughs> Just kind of get but, trapped under the ball. Is that what it is? I Honestly, honestly, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't fathom a, a top-level player just, just watching it all the way and not really being in much of a tangle, not really having, you know, a shove on him that put there was. You couldn't say, oh, there was a bit of a shove that, that you know, that he, that maybe threw him off. But you've got to do. But there was nothing. He just watched it all the way and just kind of, I don't know. Like, did he get like lost in the floodlights a bit? And did he think where he was going to hit his thigh? It went a bit higher. I don't know. It was unusual. Um, Openda is obviously good in those situations and scored. Um, Diaz was doing what Diaz normally does, and, and I mean that in a good way. How like how how many times does he keep attacks going by being aggressive or winning the ball high up? But I mean that in terms of it being an interesting press conference, Guardiola said, "I've got the feeling we're anxious," and he was like, "Did Diaz need to get the book in?" for the first yellow card, like, why was his foot so high? And I mean, that's, you know, he's not calling out Diaz, but like, it it kind of... Well, it kind of looks like a wider problem, It gives problem, him a bit of background it? to yeah. why he hasn't played in some games and his obvious disappointment and maybe frustration with the Chelsea game, because obviously Diaz was a big part of that. He's of, like this time last year, well, this time last year was bang in the middle of the World Cup, but just before the World Cup, like, Diaz was... The worst of City's five centre backs, wasn't he? Like he just was. He was just not not himself. But it didn't matter too much because City had all the others. Um, and obviously, he came back after the World Cup and he was fine. But like, is he all right? Like, even in the sense that he looked, he looked like he hadn't had a shave and needed a haircut yesterday. Like, is he? What's going on? <laughs> that's that's not Diaz. Like, he's you don't get that on LinkedIn. Like, what's going on? Um, I mean, Christ, that header as well. I know we 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 say he's not very good at attacking corners, but. <laughs> Just again, again, again that's, yeah. that's very relatable. I wouldn't have scored that either. I wouldn't have made as good contact. But like, you know, I'm not, I'm not Diaz, am I? So, yeah, that was interesting from Guardiola to say like he feels like they're anxious and he used Diaz as an example. Um, but it, it's hard to like. That's an interesting distinction from Guardiola to draw because I think for us, like when I just said that's the kind of kind of aggressive tackle he makes to keep City going. You'd think the kind of the high foot would be part of that as well, but Guardiola's obviously said that no, no, no. When you do that, all is right. It's fine. It's the it's the finding Harland at the right time thing. When you do all that, it's fine. But like, don't do it like that. And obviously, there's a there's just, I don't know a little thing with with Diaz at the minute where he's not he's not at the top of his game. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think you, like overall, I think you can you can kind of extrapolate that to the whole of the team. Like there's there's a little something missing compared to last season, but. And I made this point in the article I wrote. If you compare them to the end of last season, yeah, obviously it's not as good as that. But if you compare them to like pre World Cup last year, it's probably about the same or still better. Well, th- this is it. And, I mean, and the and the and the, the reason the overall reason is obvious. It's the injuries. The yeah. overall reason is in, I don't know what happened last night. I don't know why it was so mad. But again, Guardiola suggested if they needed to win, then he don't think they they'd have played like that. So if that's the case, he's also kind of raising the spectre of they took their eye off the ball a bit. A bit I don't know if he means generally. I don't think he means generally. I don't think so. Um, but last night. But then obviously with the other press conference stuff, he linked it to the Chelsea game in in the in the sense of um, not being aggressive in the duels, the second balls, um, defending properly and obviously just defending generally. Mm. Um, I asked him about it on Monday. Um I was like, look, obviously against Liverpool, we only conceded like two, two chances, but 
couldn't keep the clean sheet, and that's happened quite a bit this season. And he was kind of like, yeah, it's fine. Like we we haven't conceded too many chances overall, like two or three, which is true. Um, but then last night he was like, he linked last night to the Chelsea game, um, and then maybe he was like, oh yeah, okay, this isn't happening, and then. I mean, all the Champions League goals conceded have been the same, haven't they? Yeah, I was going to bring this up in a bit, but we'll kind of come to it shortly. But I, I mean, the, the other thing that that I, I kind of I, I never know where to to kind of sit with that because um, the idea of and, and I know kind of like winning the XG is a bit of a meme, but the idea that because um, XG is as a tool is quite useful to know how kind of generally how good or bad you've been in a game. If you've not taken your chances, obviously, if you've got high XG but not taken your chances, then you're kind of frustrated with that. But you can see that you're getting there and you're there and thereabouts. So if you're conceding a low XG against, then you're obviously doing something right. But at the same time, if you keep conceding that goal or you keep conceding goals when when the opposition have a, a low XG, that it kind of points to a problem there. And off the back of how they played at Chelsea and and the fact that, you know, I've... It's been a long time since I'd seen City kind of play generally that badly, but kind of that well at the same time. If you know what I mean? It's like it felt like that. Normally, when they play badly, they're just beaten, and then like there's no kind of foothold in the game. Whereas with Chelsea, they kept getting into it and then doing something daft and and losing the lead. And then you look at, at all the Champions League goals that they've conceded. They all have the same hallmarks, ball over the top or through the middle to force a one on one, and a defender is spun quite high up on the pitch. Yeah, um, and that, that's the thing. That's kind of not so much what I was getting at with my question, but I suppose what I would think was, if yeah, if the if the XG was low, if XG against was low, if you were conceding few chances, but still like conceding the odd goal, even you know, even if it was like okay, the game's won, but then they've scored at the end, like, and then obviously you have got the example like the Liverpool game of it's not obviously not one, it's cost you the points. That would be annoying more than anything. But you're right, like it's kind of similar to what happened at the start of last season in the sense that uh you know, it would be Edison. That like, why do they concede the first shot on target? We, I remember doing an article on that, and some of it was Edison. Some of it was just like, Well, what, what can you do about that? That's just bad luck. Um, like the Forest one, for example. But yeah, now it's uh, it is a bit. Well, when you... It is a bit of a strange one. But again, like we've been talking about the second balls and stuff since the start of the season, and I don't think Guardiola's when he talks about the jewels and stuff. I don't think he's like extrapolating that. Why have I used that word twice over the whole season? I think he does mean like last night and Chelsea. But there is just a little something in there. Um, but again, like but I, I think I, it's the, the thing, by injuries, but also yeah. people who have left. But but the thing is, I don't I don't want to kind of read too much into it because at the same time this time last year I mean well okay pre-world cup last year I remember I, I remember having the distinct feeling everyone was talking about how good City had been in the run-up to the league cup and I remember, the world cup not the league cup um Carabao on the, on the brain um but I remember thinking when ahead of that Brentford game not even not even after that Brentford game but ahead of it I remember thinking all the way through that it just feels like there's something missing it feels like like it's like you're kind of watching them through a frosted window rather than like rather than in plain sight sort of thing. There was something not really there about them. Um, and then they come back after the World Cup and everything, and all hell breaks loose and they have a, a couple of months where they're kind of just all over the place. And 
by the time you get to like end of February time, everyone's going, well, I just don't see it from this team. They're just not, they're, they're not putting the sorts of, uh, of run together. And then obviously we know how the end of the season goes. I'm not getting that same sort of sense from this start of this season. I'm still feeling like there's something not quite right with them, but it feels like it's just not clicked yet. And it didn't, that's not how it was last season. Last season, it felt like, like the whole kind of trying to integrate Harland was causing such of a, a, a big problem. Whereas I guess this season it just feels like they're just not they're, they're just a bit kind of they still need some time in the oven. Do you know what I, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but I mean I I don't get that I don't get the same feeling as I did last season because I think they're no. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think they're better, and it's just obvious like they've lost they're like um, key players to injuries. And look, overall, I think it's it's funny because it's one of those nights where we don't have to talk about control and powers and all that because it wasn't really an issue. But <laughs> there, there wasn't it wasn't any. an issue. <laughs> but but like it's funny because so generally that is that is it. I think you know if if you so we said it after the Liverpool game if you've got a team and the Liverpool game was a great example where the players ahead of Rodri, uh, Bernardo okay fine but Doku, Alvarez, Foden and Haaland, you're gonna have a certain type of game. And it's fine, like, that's not a complaint because, like we said at the weekend, City should have beat Liverpool anyway. They played well enough. And they are playing well enough. Like, even, we said it at the start of the season, even with this, like, lack of control relative to last season, compared to last season, they're still fine. They're still playing really well. But they just need to kind of get a bit more of a balance. But, like, last night, it wasn't an issue. But, like, that was the kind of team you'd pick to set out to have a lot of control. But Bernardo back on the right wing, Rico Lewis inside, Grealish back on the left. And like it was just as chaotic as ever. And I mean, look, if that had been a performance with, um, let's say, Doku, Haaland, Alvarez, Foden, like it was at the weekend, I'd probably have said, ah, look, too chaotic. But it was just shit, wasn't it, in reality, um, for for various reasons. And like, part of it, like Leipzig just being just really, just really good, really compact. They played five at the back, which Guardiola said they didn't expect. And if you don't expect it, then you're not attacking in the right way because... You're never going to have overload. You're never going to have extra man there, really. He obviously changed in the first half. Was it when Grealish went down? He got. I don't think he did get the foul, actually, but he got brought down and then knocked his head on the way down. Then there was a, a change, and then Guardiola changed it. He stopped having... There was a stoppage, and then Guardiola changed it. Uh, he stopped Akanji going into midfield, pushed Walker up the right wing, as we all know from the start of the season. Bernardo a bit more inside, and then Bernardo could connect a bit more with Lewis and, and Foden. But it didn't really work because... Leipzig were just really compact. Everyone was just in the middle. And then like it felt like whenever Foden could get the ball in the first half, he was out towards the left wing. And it reminded me of what Juan Marleo said about Sheffield United in the first half. It was like they, they had to be... He was talking about Bernardo and Alvarez. And he said whenever they got the ball, they had to go outside to come back in. And they, they couldn't get it in dangerous areas. And that's how I felt it was last night. And then you've got... A, you've got a team that when they win the ball, they just can connect with one or two passes and go. And it's funny because Guardiola, one of the, one of the phrases Guardiola keeps saying at the moment is, I know what I'm talking about. And it's it's just the same tone as he always has. It's like, you think that wasn't very good, but believe me, that was a great performance. It's, it's exactly yeah, yeah, the yeah. same tone as, we don't need to win the Champions League. What we've done here has been exceptional. But he's just started adding the, the phrase to sum it up now, I know what I'm talking about. And he said it last night about Leipzig and how good they are. But it's funny, I, I put this in the article as well, all of those kind of conservative, especially away from home, like defensive game plans he's put together to stop them counter-attacking, which people hate. It's like that, that's why. Like you saw it last night. And it, to be fair, like with the... It was Leipzig with away, the lineup, wasn't it, last season? 
yeah, Leipzig away last season, Leipzig away this season. I remember I did it on the radio um, and I thought it was a really good professional job by City there. They've done brilliantly. Like, obviously, I had no contact with the outside world. It was like being in Big Brother for 45 minutes. And then coming out of the house, seeing Davina, and she goes, <laughs> that was fucking shit. Get Grealish off. I'm like, what? Um, so that, but looking back, that was Leipzig away was probably one of City's best performances of the season. Obviously, there was United. But Leipzig away, in terms of similarity to last season, the control of a game, stopping a team doing what they can do. And last night, now we've seen it, you know, Guardiola's always, always tried to guard against that. And because it works, you you don't say, oh, fair play, what a great plan that was. You just go, why didn't they, why didn't they batter these? Because if they'd opened up a bit, it might have been a bit more like last night. Um, I thought one of the best players at linking up was one of the players who came on late. So when Paulson came on for Xavi Simmons, Thought he was great at linking up. The the goal they had that was offside in the second half, when I can't remember who it was, but may have been Savvy Simmons. When it was the long ball and he'd had two men around him. So they were all attacking right through the middle. I think it was a, a three on two as well in their favour. And whoever it was, just he got the feeling as the ball was flying through the air. It's like this doesn't need much. And he just kind of let it hit his back. back. Yeah. It was just a little set. But he knew exactly what he was doing. It was just a little set. And it's like they're so good at that. They're so good at those things. Um, and there was that threat in the second half, but again, and even even that disallowed goal had exactly the same format of all yeah. the five goals that City have conceded in the Champions League so far. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a strange old, strange old scenario that is in, because you know other teams look, they've obviously got the the quality, but it's on the break and stuff like that. But Leipzig are especially good, but just for that pattern to keep repeating itself, um, that is that is unusual for sure. Coming up after a short ad break, we'll talk about Kyle Walker, Bernardo Silva, and we'll also talk about the standard of refereeing in European competitions. See you shortly. Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. We've had this from Chris who says, uh, Pep obviously had to make assurances to Walker to retain him, but do you think he's leaving us exposed at the back? I love him, but second half of last season when he was out of the side, we seemed far more tight as a unit, but at times we seemed far, far too open. When Stones plays, it helps us massively, but irrespective, and I hate to say it because I love Walker, but as a collective, the side might be more secure when Walker doesn't play. I I think this is a case of looking at something that's not working or seemingly not working. Go, oh, what's different? And then... That's the problem. There's like some, And then some brain magic works and then you get the outcome. Like I'm not... I don't know how you'd look at it and come down on Walker. Like last night in the athletic Q&A, somebody said, like, Walker hyphen Lewis doesn't work. And I was like, can I ask what you mean by that? And also, what do you mean by Walker Lewis? And again, maybe there's... I don't think there's been a reply. I mean, I've only been awake half an hour. I don't think there's been a reply. But I'm looking forward to seeing it. But like, I don't I don't understand what Walker and Lewis... Like, there's, there's no partnership there. You've got somebody playing right back and you've got somebody else playing attacking midfield. It's like saying I don't think Walker Bernardo works. Like I, I don't know. Like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe when they combine on the right wing, we'll, we'll, we'll get a better answer there. But I, I just feel like 
there's looking there's looking for reasons but like with the walker one there from chris it's like oh well we had stones at the end of last season yeah so what's the issue yeah no 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 stones is the is the bigger problem and then when ake got injured and everyone shuffled across and walker came back in it was no problem it was no problem to the extent that when walker got left out of the champions league final and guardiola put stones back there everyone was like oh it wasn't like a big panic. I, I don't recall there being a big panic, but it but was it was, a bit it, was like, it was a big decision for Guardiola, wasn't yeah, it? It was yeah. Exactly. So I mean, the thing with Walker is, and again, I think we saw it last night. So I mentioned that change that Guardiola made in the first half, and then when he made the subs, obviously Walker came off. And you put Lewis at right back. But effectively he wasn't that right back. It meant he could stay in attacking midfield. But Bernardo could stay up there and Bernardo would be on the right instead of Walker. So you got more attacking threat there. And Alvarez was inside. And Foden was inside, so they still had that extra man there. And then you got um, you got Doku on the left as well, and Haaland. So that there was like a good kind of balance there. And like we said before, when when Stones got injured, just playing Lewis at right back in certain moments, maybe maybe it's not every game because look, you need Walker, you need Walker, and that's my fundamental point. You need Walker in a, in a lot of matches, most matches. But but in terms of getting somebody to go into midfield and do what Stones does. Lewis is the perfect one for that. But with the kind of caveat that he's not as kind of big and physical and strong and experienced as Stones is. But like in terms of like suitability to that role, he is the best for that. And I wonder if kind of Guardiola made that nod last night. So I think with Walker, you just got the issue of he's on the right wing and he's there. But the other team know he's not going to do anything. City know, I think, he's not going to do anything because they never give him the ball. And well, he's just there, and you, you're missing out on something. We talked about this earlier in the season. But let's. Um, I, then, so I think then, that's the issue with Walker. With him. Yeah. I don't think like defensively has he made them any less solid. I don't think so. Like he wasn't at. Far, I mean, to be fair, in terms of that first half yesterday, when basically everyone was rubbish or didn't do anything, like Walker was like Walker just had a normal performance, didn't he? I don't think he did anything bad or good. He was just he was just doing his thing. Like it wasn't bad. Like Guardiola, Guardiola was just absolutely fine in the first half, and then he was good in the second as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, with Walker, I think everyone's trying to look around and go, what's this, what's this? And I just think the answer is, it's just obvious and it's the injuries. And obviously the fact that Gundogan in particular has left. Yeah, um, I, I want to. I was going to uh, do this a bit later on, but I'm going to jump ahead to it because uh, you just mentioned uh, nobody giving the ball to Walker on the right flank. Um, I want to have a quick word about Bernardo, uh, especially in the second half um, when he moved over to the right-hand side and... Um, City were in possession in the Leipzig half and I think uh, Walker had definitely gone off uh, because Lewis was uh, in at right back but not at right back because I couldn't I couldn't work out if he was um, if he if he'd actually moved to right back or if he was just dropping into right back when when it was needed and they kind of were playing a back three Um, but the fans around me were getting a a little bit frustrated that uh, Akanji in in particular wasn't passing the ball to to Bernardo on the right hand side Bernardo was was hogging the touchline, holding the width, and um, Akanji would look up, look, see Bernardo free, and then send it back round the other way where Doku was, um, where they were, they were clearly trying to play to Doku on the on the left. And there was a couple of ironic cheers at one point when uh, Akanji did pass the ball to, to Bernardo. And it was almost like a, a sense of uh, the fans around me were, were going, well, go on then, Bernardo, take him on, get into the box sort of thing. And Bernardo took two touches, knocked it back to Akanji, and they went back round the other side towards Doku. And 
all it, it, it got me thinking that uh, like it feels a little bit of a waste to put Bernardo there just to hold the width. But at the same time, he knew exactly what he needed to do because there was a couple of times when Akanji had the ball and he, he like Bernardo physically said to him, don't pass me the ball because looking at the way the team was set up, he had no other option but to give it back and just go around the other, the other side. And I'm just kind of... It almost needs that that sort of Bernardo Silva know-how and um, kind of his his influence on the game, his understanding of what Guardiola wants to know that in that situation you have to hold the width. So the question then is: is why can't that just be Kyle Walker? Why can't Kyle Walker just do that job? Yeah, well, it, well, he can, he do, and he does. Um, but I think it's just when he does get the ball and. That, that's a really interesting observation. I hadn't noticed that he'd said "don't pass." And he, what? And your point about it needs that Bernardo know-how. I said after the derby as a kind of. I mean, I meant it, but like, I didn't think it would be something to keep coming back to because we said it after the Liverpool game. We keep and saying maybe it, yeah. even last night. You just, you, if he, if he's not playing, then it, it becomes even even less structured. Like he's he's not tying it all together. Well, no, he is tying it all together. He's tying it all together, and he understands that. So. The issue there is if it was Walker instead, maybe he gets the ball and then he just comes back inside. He just passes it back and fine and the City don't get anywhere. They've got the ball, but they're not getting anywhere. But Bernardo knows if you just leave me alone, we'll get to where we need to be quicker. But I think the issue is once it gets to the final third, then you've got the, the obvious difference. Because I'm, yeah. I'm imagining when Bernardo was getting the ball there, okay, it was probably halfway inside their half, but probably all the Leipzig defenders were back defending. Yeah, yeah. So... You can have Walker out there holding the width, and you but when it gets get to the same, edge of the box, yeah. when it gets to you've got a little pass to play for an underlap, or you know Rico Lewis is running, yeah, making that underlap, or or Alvarez, or whoever, or even just you, you're down by the byline, you need to take somebody on. It's got to be Bernardo, hasn't it? And actually, that's, come, that's the difference. And come to think of it, actually, um, do you remember that there was a chance that Alvarez took that I thought, uh, why on earth are you taking the shot on there? Because that's like that's that's that, that's a potential Puskas winner if you if you convert this from here. Um, but Bernardo chipped oh, it yeah, into him, um, chipped it into him into the box, and he volleyed it at the, the kind of attempted to volley it first time. Yeah. Um, that was mental. Guardiola was well pissed off about that. Yeah, I'm not surprised because, <laughs> but um, it, it was it, like it was a collar off shot, if that makes sense. Collar off played the game uh, as if to say, like every time he got the ball when he took a shot, if this goes in, I will look like a hero. Um, and that was uh, it was a, it was a collar off shot from Alvarez. But well, um, do you want do you want another example of one of those? Go on. Well, I mean, this is this is going to sound harsh, but when Gomez came on, it was six minutes of added time, and he was coming on on the ninetieth. Like this feels early. Like the, this game's not done. It was only three two, and obviously Leipzig's threat was always kind of still there. And then he came on like two minutes later, and it but then he had a box. shot from outside the box. And it's like, mate, you must be coming on for a dodgy appearance bonus or something. Like, don't <laughs> don't actively jeopardize this game by giving them the ball back uh, with like three minutes left. What are you doing? Like, yeah. just be fucking sensible. That was so. <laughs> it's like this game's not done. Like, I, I know he. he I know he's probably used to coming on when the games when City are three 0 up, but like you, you've got to like contribute to this performance here, mate. Like, I uh, when, don't when, give them the ball back cheaply. What are you doing? I, I, I promise you, uh, when his number came up um, and it said coming on number twenty one, David uh, Silva's number one. Yeah, yeah. On the, on the thing, I went. I, I, I looked at my mum and went, "Who's twenty <laughs> one?" Okay, <laughs> which is um, uh, yeah, it's a it's it's not a not a great sign. Uh, but yeah, just back on the Bernardo thing, it was like if you've got Kyle Walker holding the whip there, I guess that pass doesn't get made. Is what is is what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, 
but like some some passes get made that shouldn't, um, and then yeah, in the final third, you just you just don't have the same. And yeah, that yeah, the ability to that even if there's just one moment where he gets it, he, he kind of exchanges a pass that's like a yard with Alvarez. Then Alvarez flicks it back to him. He runs inside. All of a sudden, you've just got a completely different threat. Like you, that wouldn't even happen um, with Walker. But I mean, in terms of the goal, so I tweeted this. But the start of the second half, because like I say, I had no doubt the City were going to win. As kind of loose and sloppy as they were. And that, I don't, can't even remember if I finished making my point, but that six or seven minutes before half time was so bad. It was worse than the rest of it. Like the rest of it was bad enough, but they were still creating chances. That six or seven minutes before half time was awful. I can't remember what happened exactly, other than Diaz nearly getting sent off. And the I amount of people who so I, I, I think I get it, because obviously I tweeted he's lucky to be. Like, oh, surely he should be sent off there. By the time people had read it, they'd seen the replays. But use your brain. If the referee's given a foul for stopping a counter-attack with a slide tackle in the middle of the pitch and you're on a yellow, if he's given the foul, you're off. I can't believe. Like, what, if the ref thought I was no contact there, why, why is he giving a foul at all? And if he thought there was contact, why is he not booking him? This is like my big FIFA conspiracy theory. Um, when uh, you, when you're playing on FIFA, and or FC24 as it is now, um if you if you win the ball with a foul, then you don't get booked. But if you don't win the ball, then you do get booked. That's 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 my that I'm I, I'm convinced that that's the thing. Yeah, quite possibly. If the ref gives a foul, um, but you've won the ball, he doesn't book you. Okay. Another another separate point. I thought this last night. Not not because of that incident actually, but you know you'd always go into Champions League games and you think, oh, we're going to get some like really picky European ref here, and the game's going to be stop start. I reckon European refs by and large, are more lenient than the Premier League refs. And the Premier League refs, there's more stoppages. There's more VAR interventions. There's more stoppages. I mean, look, the UEFA's handball stuff is still a shambles. Mm. But I'm not it's that. much more enjoyable to see a referee in performance in Europe, I think. Mm. I'm not sure. The number of... like the, I always think of uh, literally every single piece of contact in the Champions League is a foul. And then you oh, get no, the That's old, what I'm saying. I don't think it is. But then you, you get see the, the, the They'll just brush it off and go, oh, this is good. Fair play to it. That's it for the free version of Let Me Talk. If you subscribe on Memberful, though, there is a lot more for members. Sam, what is what is out there for members this week? Loads. Loads. Um, yeah, some Rodri stuff. Uh, a very important bit of hair splitting about what the byline actually is. But I, more I can't believe you don't know what the byline is. That is my, well, that is my position on this. Well, well, <laughs> it's you. It's you. Um, and then, yeah, we finally got round to Everton's points deduction, what it means. Spoiler, nothing. That's all for members. Those ad-free episodes are longer and they're out earlier. You can find out more on lmtpod.com. If you want to send us an email, it's hello at lmtpod.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok, so just search for lmtpod on there. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next time.